This podcast is a proud member of the CypherCast Network. Discover more at cyphercast.net and follow us on Twitter at cyphercast.net. Welcome to Incantations, an Invisible Sun podcast. I'm Scott. I'm Dave. And we'll be your guides along the paths of suns. Today we sing one spell. With Eminence of the Black Cube, we discuss the material we discuss the release of the Invisible Sun RPG. Uh, and the material still forthcoming for the game. Join us on the path of suns, and we may uncover a secret or two. With Eminence of the Black Cube, we discuss the release of the Invisible Sun RPG. In this segment, we discuss the material for Invisible Sun that has been announced, but is still forthcoming. So this is all the material funded by the Kickstarter, uh, but that will be released over the next coming well years, actually. Uh, thought it'd be useful to remind people, now that they have the Black Cube in front of them in many cases, uh, that there's still a stream of products uh, to come uh, to support the game. I uh, wanted to start with a quick update on where we are with the release of the game. Uh, it is my understanding that the Kickstarter shipments are mostly done, with some exceptions for international shipping. Uh, I believe those are still, I'm not even sure if those have shipped out yet, uh, and are still on their way across the ocean. Uh, pre-order shipping in the U.S. is about to begin. Uh, that may be a couple weeks out, but something in the relatively near future. Uh, it is important to note that pre-orders are now closed. They have sold out of all of the black cubes that they have ordered or have made. Uh, so in some sense, the game has been sold out. Uh, this is also true of the Visley kits. Uh, one cannot order extra Visley kits at this point or the first if you didn't order one before. Uh, I guess to go along with that, it, yeah, the pre-orders are closed and it's no longer available through their website, but there should be some retailers that will have black cubes once those get to them. I'm not sure where those are going to be, but there should be some out there. Yes, they have encouraged people to call their local retailer and ask uh, because they do have some uh, that were some pre-orders and Kickstarter retail option uh, recipients that will be going out to stores. I don't know how what volume that is. I don't expect it to be very high. Uh, given the size and expense of the Black Cube, not a lot of places were ordering like 20 of them. Uh, Ooh, 20 would be a lot. <laughs> just that, that, that poor delivery person. <laughs> These things are heavy. Um, yeah, yeah. 20. What is that, like uh, 600 pounds? Something like that, yeah. Cool. But as much as each of these black cubes is 30 pounds in a convenient segue, this is not the complete game. I mean, it is a complete game in that it is a playable game, but there is more support coming funded by the Kickstarter. Uh, in fact, several books still forthcoming to elaborate on elements of the Invisible Sun uh, setting and game. Uh, so uh, we wanted to talk today about what those are. Do you know offhand what backer levels the all of these books were included in and all this extra stuff was? I, I can't name all of them because there were so many different backer levels. I do remember reading mm -hmm. a Kickstarter post in preparing for this recording that said Control the Black Cube had all of the print supplements as well as the Black Cube itself. So that was at least one of the levels that included all the supplements. The base, uh, I don't believe, included the uh, the supplemental books that are still forthcoming. 
Correct. Though they could be added as a as add-ons. Yep. Uh, and control may have been control the black cube and higher levels may have been the only way to get the slipcase that goes around all of these announced books. We'll discuss. Yeah, and we did the my group did the uh, whatever level it was that was specifically designed for play groups. Uh, so we we get all of the books. I just don't know what the first level is. And it might be Control that gets every single book that was announced as an add-on or a stretch goal. So yeah, anyway, we've got, we've got one book coming pretty soon, which is Book M. Yes, and by soon, uh, we mean that in some of the updates, whether it's, I don't know if they're Kickstarter updates or they're just Twitter updates, uh, but Shauna Germain uh, has posted pictures of her working on proofreading the layout copy. So this is already in layout, but it's still in editing. Uh, it's in printing. They're printing it oh, now. Oh, it's already moved. Okay, that, that, that picture was of several days ago. So it may have already moved into printing for all I know. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, in the last Kickstarter update, they announced that they were already moving into production for Book M. <laughs> and when they move a book into printing, it's usually not long, as in a matter of days or maybe a couple weeks, before it is available for PDF for Kickstarter backers. Uh, and it's important to remember that the books we'll talk about today actually do have PDF versions that are were promised as part of the Kickstarter. So it would not surprise me. In fact, I'm expecting that we will get PDF copies of Book M before the physical copies ship. And this will likely be the case for the remaining books. This is not the case for the books inside the Black Cube. They uh, are not selling at this point PDF versions of those books, but they will be selling PDF versions of the others. The last announcement on Kickstarter, which was July 13th, in other stuff, they do say that Book M is being printed. Uh, cards and slipcases are done. And uh, Monty is currently working on uh, Secrets of Silent Streets. So with the printing of Book M already going, I'm guessing that we're going to see this sometime in September getting shipped out. I, I, that's just a guess, an estimate. But if it's getting printed, I would I would think that sometime in September is when they're going to start shipping that thing. That seems like a reasonable uh, prediction. It's uncertain in part because of how crowded the release schedule is for MCG right now. Oh, yeah. They got Numenera 2 coming. Yeah. The, the PDS for Numenera 2 just came out. So those are going to press. Uh, and uh, they have a number of books coming from that Kickstarter that are expected to release rather quickly. Mm -hmm. um, I, I am confident in saying they're a little, uh, they were a little surprised that their uh, master plan for the production schedule of having Visible Sun mostly done before Numenera 2 starts rolling out the door has been changed by the delays in Invisible Sun production. And so now they're basically trying to roll out two huge projects at the same time. And while they had lead time to get writing done, logistics is going to be challenged by this. Yeah. Um, all right. So in that update, uh, it did say that Monty's working on Secrets of Silent Streets, which is going to be the it's going to be a setting book for, I guess, focused on Saturine. Um, there it is. Source book with uh, story arcs for characters and more information on Saturine. So that should be cool. And uh, that thing was going to be scheduled. It looked like these things were going to be coming two to three months, one after the other. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm guessing here one. that end of 2018, we might see that one. Right. You might think end of 2018 uh, or, or winter 2018, 2019. Mm -hmm. uh, so do we really have 
much more information on what this is going to be? No, I don't. We don't have more information, but that doesn't stop us from speculating. Um, yeah, it hasn't for the last you know couple of years. Uh, it, it is interesting that it's it specifically mentions story arcs for characters. Yeah. Uh, so, so I, how many story arcs are in the the core game, like the the ones that they've laid out and uh, really put a lot of thought and detail into? There's a whole bunch. I of don't. Them. Yeah, let's say I don't have an exact number, but I, I remember thinking there were quite a few. Mm-hmm. Uh, and. I wasn't thinking that more character arcs was a high priority. However, it might be that these character arcs are location based. Yeah, I was thinking that they might be more. They they might have more to do with uh, different things in Saturine. And uh, I guess I was going to say one more thing. Like maybe it has more to do with the um, the deeper secrets that you can get into, like the labyrinth and other stuff. But that might be something they'll reserve for a later source book. It, it might be. And it is interesting to see that they are supporting the character arc mechanic mm-hmm. immediately uh, at, because it is so novel. It is one of those things that I thought might get neglected after the initial release because people might revert to more traditional product schedules of, you know, like we have coming up uh, a bestiary and a location book and, uh, uh, you know, splat books for the orders or something, you know, a traditional vision of the game. But right out of the gates, they come out with support for additional story arcs, which is interesting. Uh, speaking of a bestiary, uh, the teratology mm-hmm. is going to be coming out after uh, Secrets of Silent Streets. And that is your traditional bestiary with over a hundred surreal creatures from all over the actuality. Uh, yeah, traditional in the sense that it is a bestiary. Uh, not traditional in the sense that these creatures will, if the, if the creatures in the core uh, black cube or any guide uh, are not traditional in, in in any really way, in any real way, uh, you, you're not going to see just baseline orcs um, mm-hmm. uh, or those sorts of tropes. They really try to stretch to to present very different types of of creatures. Uh, in the base game, and I'm sh- confident they'll do the same for Teratology. Uh, this looks like it might come out in uh, early 2019 or spring 2019. These are, of course, our interpretations of the shifted production schedule and not commitments from MCG. <laughs> yeah, maybe <laughs> we can get some that. other time at Gen Con and uh, really, really nail them down to a real schedule. Uh, I'm, I'm betting that we can pin them down at Gen Con. I'm betting we cannot get a real schedule. <laughs> I bet I'm also not super interested in getting a real schedule. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, these will come when they come, yep. uh, As which is the only attitude that allow one to stay sane. Well, I mean, these, these are books, and MCG has been very good at delivering books on time once they start doing books. That's true. Yeah, it, the, the cube was the, the big new item of this whole Kickstarter, and now it's books. I, I'm pretty confident that once they get started on these, they're just going to, you know, hit their release dates. Yeah. The only complication being uh, whether they, these may even be printed at a different printer than the Numenera 2 books. Because the Numenera 2 books are traditionally in half by 11, the sorts of books we're used to seeing in other games mm-hmm. uh, from them. Whereas the, I believe the, the remaining uh, releases, book M forward, uh, are that, that square shape which may require an entirely different printer and if so would mean that they don't have to worry about competition on the printing schedule between Numenera 2 and uh, the Invisible Sun books. It it does look like most of these books are going to be square though 
the next book that we're going to talk about, The Night Side, looks like it might be a traditional 8.5 by 11 size or whatever the normal size is. Yeah, um, I almost got the sense that it was going to be even smaller because oh, right, this is a book that comes inside a satin bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, a satin bag also... that you can put all your dice in uh, and you can upgrade from your Crown Royale bag, finally. <laughs> um, I've got a, a, an elithid head uh, dice bag. I'm, I'm, I'll be happily toting with me to Gen Con. Uh, I am. I run games now for MCG, so I don't bring dice. No, oh, well, there's also that. Um, <laughs> but, but when I, when I, I am, need dice, I just you know, I, I guess I have some in my bag. That's fine. As I do bring dice for the players at my tables uh, for MCG games, and as an apostate, I do play some other games. Uh, uh, but before we get too sidetracked, uh, Nightside. This is going to be a hardcover, as you said, in a satin bag, uh, and it's going to have more magic it's going to have dangerous places and dark practices uh and this is this is going to i i don't really know what to say about it it's the night side path of the the suns so i when i was thinking back on this one i think this is the one that i this is the book that i thought would be uh focused on the dark but nope we don't have a book like that this is just the night side yeah and i'm not even sure if if it's limited necessarily to the night side uh, because they do use the language of sort of dark practices and dangerous places rather mm-hmm. than simply saying, and this is about the night side path of the suns, but it is called the night side. So it might limit itself to the night side path and magics, places, and practices emanating from that side of the path. And they might dip into the dark just because it feels like those things are kind of associated in some way. Right. And there was more of an emphasis on the dark in the cube than I had expected. Yeah, they're clearly intended as a uh, an important potential adversary in the game. Yes. Um, so the last book that we've got to look forward to. Oh, oh, um, before we move on, uh, our estimate here on the night side is this should probably be showing up in spring 2019. Pessimists among you might say summer. Yeah. But likely before Gen Con of next year. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, all right, so the last book is The Threshold, which is going to be another uh, a source book. This one they described as story heavy, uh, and it's going to have a bunch of secrets and spells that are related to the labyrinth. And the labyrinth is something that I totally forgot about until <laughs> I started reading through the cube and remembered, oh, right, there is this labyrinth that they talked about. And... It, it seems really interesting, and we're going to have to talk about the Labyrinth at some point. Uh, but this oh, is going yes. to show up in summer 2019 or, or you know, shortly within that time frame. And I was a bit surprised because there's considerably less about the Labyrinth in the cube than there is about the Dark. Yes, there is not a whole lot about the Labyrinth. There, There's, there's a bit here and there, um, but, yes. you know, the Threshold is really going to... Uh, detail it and i think that kind of makes sense because the 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 labyrinth seems like a very lofty goal to be going after as a new vislay absolutely and it represents some of the tone well in that the initial descriptions made me think it was a literal place and some of the descriptions make me think it is instead a state of mind so like so many of the suns and the locations it is itself kind of essentially surreal in that it might not be either a place or an idea, but something a, a little bit mixing, mixing the two. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see when that shows up. So 
in that, we have five books announced and still forthcoming. Uh, just to review, we've got Book M coming out pretty soon about magic. Mm-hmm. We have Secrets of Silent Streets uh, about story arcs and Saturnine. Teratology for a bestiary. Uh, Nightside for the Nightside Path of Suns with magic and places. Uh, and The Threshold to uh, provide a bit more story for the labyrinth itself. But books aren't the only thing still forthcoming. So it's worth reminding some people, depending on what they pledged for in the Kickstarter, there's some other uh, non-book items that are still forthcoming. And the first of these is the Wicked Keys. Ooh, right. Wicked Keys. Those things were getting produced as far as I was aware. I believe they are, but there has not been a lot of detail on the, the... intended timetable of their shipment and delivery. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see it for logistic reasons, uh, at, at certainly no earlier than the uh, pre-order wave of and second wave of Black Cubes and Visley kits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't expect it. It might even be later than that. I figure they'll want to economize by bundling some of the keys with some of the other things that are getting shipped, like the resin figures. Yeah, I don't know what happened to the resin figures. I guess I was expecting those to be in the cube somewhere, but they're they're not. I do you know what's going on with them? I only know they're forthcoming. All right, uh, and I don't know where I would have put them in the black cube. Yeah, I don't know where you would put them. There's there's five of them, and I don't know if they're twenty eight millimeter figures. They're they're going to take up some space. Uh, mm-hmm. They're going to be resin, so uh, don't drop them. <laughs> and the uh, the Testament of Sons that came in the Black Cube is uh, making me feel like I did not feel like I should have ordered the resin figures. I, d- I did not order the figures. These were included as an add-on for... Well, they were included in um, pretty much all of the backer levels that got all the stretch goals. Oh, well, if, if I got it, it's accidental. I, I know I got all the books. So I'm looking at the, the page right now, and we've got... Uh, there's control the black cube is the first level. Oh, and treat with the black cube gets you a bunch of stuff. Oh, that's the promote the the retail version. Um, call the black cube. Call the black cube with the key. Um, so then there's control the black cube, which gets you the directed campaign, and then all stretch goal books and other items that get unlocked. And these were an item that got unlocked, as far as I can recall. Oh, okay. I didn't read it that. Yeah, that is absolutely what it says. Um, I hadn't connected to my brain that the resin figures were something that was unlocked rather than simply offered as an add-on. So I, I'm a, I'm at the control the black cube with a key level. Yeah, the figure set got unlocked at the four hundred eighty-one thousand three hundred ten dollar mark. Thanks for those nice numbers. Um, so those are an unlock, and I would imagine those are included in anything that you know includes all stretch goals. Oh, apparently I will be getting some resin figures uh, yep, <laughs> and nine cool. metal wicked keys, which was more than I remembered getting uh, nine wicked keys. Uh, cool. Yeah, that, that'll be plenty. Maybe those will be a fun prop to use the table. Yeah. And a lot of people have been talking about just picking up like old skeleton keys at antique shops uh, were off of Amazon and Etsy and whatnot. Then those would totally work in the meantime. Yeah. What else? What else do you think they're going to do for Invisible Sun after all of this in all of this Kickstarter stuff has been published and released? Yeah, this is an interesting question because that since they have closed pre-orders, they say they have sold out of the Black Cube. They've also said they are not releasing, or they currently do not plan to release a PDF version of the book material in the Black Cube. Mm-hmm. So 
as it stands, those who have not pre-ordered or did not kickstart the Black Cube cannot get a copy of this game outside of the handful that went to retailers. Right. And retailers are not allowed to order more uh, either, as far as I know. So it is an open question as to how available the game will be in, say, six months to a year. Uh, uh, fun fun little note, uh, 45 retailers backed at in Treat with the Black Cube level, uh, and they would each be getting three copies of the game. So you That's 45 worldwide. Well, no, it's... Um, yeah, 45 retailers uh, with three copies of the game each. I mean, maybe it's more than three. I don't know. Uh, well, there'll be some who pre-order and won't be visible to us on the Kickstarter page. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Pre-orders could have happened, too. So it won't be that many. Uh, or, or there'll be more than that many, uh, but not a lot more. And so it, right now, we just don't know how what, what sort of legs there are for the game or what the intended support is, even for players to buy in, say, a year from now. So we are speculating like even more than usual <laughs> with, with higher, larger error bars. Um, but I, I don't, I think given the support the game has gotten from uh, its Kickstarters, uh, from the pre-order, from the attention it's getting from the media uh, with, you know, likely being highly competitive for some awards next year, uh, there will likely be more material. Uh, also the, the, intention to release the, the forthcoming books book M forward P, in PDF makes me think they do. If they're going to have those books available in PDF that they do consider the stream of new players that ha- are only coming to the game in the next year or so uh, potential, you know, players of the game. Mm-hmm. So my guess with no information from MCG is that there may be a non black cube version of the base game available uh at some point my guess is with would be within the within the next year they might save the black cube form factor with all of the stuff and the bits and the cards and all of that as a special sort of kickstarter and pre-order only thing but i'm betting they have a book version that eventually does come out uh, and that they may then continue to support the line for as long as there seems to be demand for the products to support the line I don't know how you run this game without all those cards. <laughs> well, they might be able to do something on drive through cards to get the cards. Yeah. Uh, I, okay, so if they're going to do future support for this game, it's going to be another Kickstarter, and I don't know if they're going to do that anytime soon. Uh, because how often have they released books outside of a Kickstarter? Like, off the top of my head, I can only think of the Jade Colossus. Uh, also, the Cypher System rule book was not a Kickstarter. Okay, so we got two books. Yeah, uh, news on that coming for at the end of the of the segment. What? Um, yeah, so it's it's most commonly through Kickstarter. In fact, this might be a, a situation that they do something like they did with another of their boxes, uh, the No Thank You Evil box, where they do a Kickstarter later in the year just for a reprint, uh, and then some new material tagged onto that. Yeah, I guess that would be one way to go about getting new stuff out there. But that's a, that's a really big buy-in, and I don't think that I don't think a reprint of the box is going to be enough to you know support a Kickstarter. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not sure. So like so we we are speculating. Uh, they they're not sharing this information with us, and they do have now's as good a time as any. Uh, in another Kickstarter unrelated to Invisible Sun coming up in the near future uh, was like next week or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might be before Gen Con. Yeah, we'll have to the week before Gen remember. Con. Uh, and it's called like your best game ever. 
Yep. And it is the core book is supposed to be system neutral advice on running RPGs. Have they talked about anything uh, else that's going to be in there? They did mention one other thing in one of the updates. They said one, I believe it, I think they may have said as a stretch goal or a related product will be a, an update to the cipher system rulebook. To incorporate some of the system updates included in Numenera 2. That sounds interesting. Yeah, so that's going to bring in a different crowd uh, than the very open and kind of generic crowd for uh, my best game ever. But that Kickstarter should be coming soon. Uh, we might be able to talk about this more when the Kickstarter is running. Maybe. I mean, if they start talking about Invisible Sun stuff in there, then we can talk about it. Right, or advice that seems to apply. I... I I wonder if some of this was inspired by the sort of deconstruction of the role-playing experience that uh, Monty Cook kind of went through as he designed Invisible Sun and tried to build something new with new types of experiences, including this away from the table experience and, and uh, um, you know, just thinking of different ways to play the game that may fit better with how people are, are playing games right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so th- it, 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 there could be uh, discussions in that Kickstarter relevant to Invisible Sun. And, and if so, we'll, we'll definitely pull it in. And plus, uh, it's all the more, you know, there, there's it's probably good for us just to promote the Kickstarter per se, because it is another MCG uh, Kickstarter that is at least of potential interest uh, for the Invisible Sun audience. Ugh, we're Invisible Sun fans. We're not an MCG podcast. That is true. But we're also not a Suspiria podcast, but we can talk about Suspiria. Oh, yeah. There's a new Suspiria. There's a remake that they're putting together for that. <laughs> That's right. There, it is coming soon. Yeah. All right. Um, so enough joking. Um, you want to talk about what we're doing? Yes. Um, I, I will mostly leave this to you, but I, I will leave to you a discussion of, of not just the, you know, now that the game is released and we're coming around our second anniversary and 50th uh, episode, uh, we're making some changes to the Incantations podcast. Uh, though I, I, I will say out front, it's not becoming some sort of generic podcast. I'm not not using the Kickstarter for best game ever as an excuse to just say we're, we're going to talk about anything we want to and only peripherally Invisible Sun. This will still be an Invisible Sun podcast. Well, yeah, now that we've but, got the black cube, we can definitely talk about Invisible Sun for a long time again. <laughs> Absolutely. We have plenty to talk about now. But what else? Is, what other changes are coming to our podcast and related uh, material? Uh, well, first of all, we're going to be setting up a new website. Uh, there will be a website with a cool URL <laughs> eventually. Um, I mean, you can go there right now. Uh, it's incantationspodcast.com. You can see the cool placeholder that we have there. Um, I did not register incantationspodcast.sucks. Because uh, that was three hundred dollars, so somebody else can get that and uh, let us know how they feel. Um, and we will be uh, hopefully revising how all of the episodes get published so that they will look much nicer in your your podcast player. Because uh, I personally dislike how it looks right now, but I just didn't want to spend the time to to get it fixed. Uh, once we move over to a better publishing platform then that should all get updated and fixed up. And then the rest of it is just behind the scenes stuff that I'm going to see. Um, hopefully you will not be re-downloading every single episode. Uh, I've been trying to work that one out. Um, and hopefully it's just a setting that I've missed. Otherwise, uh, sorry. <laughs> um, but then we're going to be re 
we're not really changing too much with the show though we're just gonna take all the segments that we had before we're gonna throw them all in the garbage and we're gonna start up with brand new segments that uh, reflect what we want to talk about uh, now that we have the black cube and now that we can talk about anything with invisible sun right so we may change the names of the spells and we may have spells that are more specific now that we can be more specific about the content of the game itself but the nature of the discussions is likely to be the same we'll be talking about the setting and the systems and the characters and the locations and all of that Uh, but now we can talk about it without an nda um, and given the actual game material Uh, but otherwise the content's going to sound very similar yeah so now instead of speculating we can just be wrong Yeah, we, we, well, before we were both wrong and speculating. Yeah. Now we can be, it's not really speculation, it's just egregiously wrong. Uh, and it, it, when we're wrong, you could just call us on a, our laziness of being wrong and not having, knowing the system as well. Uh, but admittedly, there's a lot to know. Mm-hmm. And I don't mind being wrong, especially at the table. Uh, I'd rather just keep on rolling through the game anyway. So uh, if we are wrong, tell us uh, and we'll happily update and correct. Uh, but we, and we'll try not to be wrong. Uh, but now at least there's something firm enough for us to be wrong. Yeah. Um, oof, I was just thinking of something, uh, but it slipped my mind. So are we good? Well, last uh, kind of comment will be that we we will be at Gen Con in just a couple of weeks. We're both running games of Invisible Sun. I believe I'm running 8 o'clock on Friday and Saturday. I am running 8 o'clock on Thursday and Friday and then another time slot in the afternoon on one of those days. Oh, I was wrong. Eight o'clock on Friday and noon on Saturday. Uh, so if you're in those those time slots, you'll see us. Uh, but we'll be around. Uh, look for us. We'll be. Uh, I'm sure I'll spend an immoderate amount of time at the MCG booth. We'll be around the game. We'll. Uh, I, are you going to be at the MCG meetup thing on Thursday? Yeah, night? I'll be there on Thursday, uh, and I'll also be doing demos of Numenera at the the booth uh, for a few hours. Yep. See, we we will be around, so uh, be sure to look for us. Oh, but Saturday's my time. I'm not running anything then, so <laughs> that's yeah, your that's day. my day. Like, feel free to talk to me, but oh man, talking to strangers drives me crazy. In it, not like oh you're terrible, but like oh talking to people I don't know, nerve wracking. <laughs> it can be intimidating. There is no Invisible Sun seminar, so any Invisible Sun news is likely to come out during the MCG meetup on Thursday night, their Night with MCG event. Uh, the only, and then there is also a there's a Numenera event, but I think that might be it in terms of seminars. Uh, but there is not going to be the traditional two hour news seminar across all of their games. They will have their the Raven wants what you have actual play. Not also that yes. And then there will also be a woman with hollow, hollow eyes actual play that you can check out. Uh, and they might make announcements with uh, the Raven wants what you want or wants what you have, but uh, I wouldn't bet on it. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. But those actual plays are there, and it would be a great time if you wanted to not only see those live, uh, to meet all the other people who are following these uh, actual plays live, uh, you know, build up community around them, which I'm sure is it's all part of the MCG way. Otherwise, uh, we're looking forward to our kind of more in the background but soft relaunch uh, with episode 50, and uh, which will be releasing during Gen Con, and hopefully we'll get to see some of you at Gen Con. 
Otherwise, enjoy your black cubes um, if you've got them. Uh, I'm sorry if you're still waiting on them. <laughs> uh, and enjoy your games. This ends our walk. Maybe you discovered something today. Maybe you need to look closer. The music was titled Beyond from Wes Otis and Plate Mail Games. It is available from DriveThruRPG. Invisible Sun is the intellectual property of Monty Cook Games. You can find a link to their website in the show notes. You can find our blog at incantationspodcast.blogspot.com or email us at incantationspodcast at gmail.com. You can find me at Agonseer, that's at A-G-O-N-S-E-E-R, on Twitter. And you can find me at Tex underscore Red on Twitter. So please leave us a rating and a review on iTunes uh, or whichever uh, podcast app you are using. Uh, it really helps us out. Uh, we also like seeing ratings and reviews, whether they're good or bad. Uh, or else just tell a friend about the show. That's another great way to get the word out and ha help people find us.